Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, realising the potential of students, both from an academic and well-being perspective, is a common goal amongst parents, teachers and the students themselves. My next guest, Emily Brake from Athena Analytics, has developed software products which are designed for schools to do just that. Emily, we'll be discussing Athena Analytics, but first, I'd like to get an insight into your own background, and in particular, the time you spent working for the Department of Education in Australia. Morning, Carl. Thanks for having me. Yeah, sure. Uh, my own background is I studied uh, math science in UCC. That's uh, where I did my education, we'll say. And then I went on to statistics. And then I worked in various different roles in data science. And as you said, then I went on to work in the Department of Education in Melbourne for about a year. Um, and it was then involved a, a lot of different analytics of um, various different things in schools in the Victoria area in Australia. And what did you learn from that specific experience in the department? I suppose I got to see a lot of the different ed tech that was being used in Australia by schools and just um, opened my eyes to some of the different ways data science was being uh, being used in schools there. And would you consider the Irish education system to be as progressive as that in Australia? I suppose it depends on what perspective you're, you're looking at it from. But in terms of the ed tech that schools are using... I think, yeah, like the edtech that's available in Australia are, is available in Ireland, you know, in lots of different ways. So in that way, I, I don't think they're that much more progressive. So we're a lot better than people might think. So where did the idea for Athena Analytics come from? After I worked there in Australia, I moved back to Ireland in 2017 and I really just wanted to start a business in data science, you know, kind of consulting. Um, so that's why I set up the business. And I was working with a few schools because I had come from the Department of Education. So I was offering them different reports, mostly reports comparing their results with the, the National Leaving Cert results, uh, very simple reports. And that's how I started working with schools. And I suppose those reports actually were quite popular. Um, I think in our second year, we got to working with over 200 of the 700 Irish secondary schools. But what kept coming up again and again then was that schools really wanted this uh, software to track students on an individual basis uh, and that's where the main software of the company, the e- Athena Tracker, that's where that started from. So there was no big light bulb moment where I said this is the business I want to start. You know, It all happened very organically. And from a practical perspective, how does Athena Analytics unlock the potential for each student? So I suppose our main software is the Athena Tracker and that's um, what that does is it helps schools to understand what the potential is for each student in each subject. So it uses um, machine learning to uh, create a baseline for each student in each subject. Where that comes from is usually the absolute test that students do and it, it takes them and it creates a baseline and um, which all of the exam results a student gets in a subject are then compared to. So the, the main idea is that when a student dips below their unique potential, that that's flagged with the school. So how does the school use that data then? Do they put a yeah. progression plan in place to assist students or what way does it work? Absolutely. I mean, there's no one size fits all in terms of how the schools implement this into the school. It's very different from school to school. But the idea is that someone maybe a year ahead 
you know, this is one way it's used and it's probably the most powerful way. But their reviewing will say after a Christmas exam, okay, are there any students that dip below their potential across the board in all subjects? And that might give them a list of three out of 200 students. And then they can look into that a bit further. And, you know, often what's uncovered we've found is that, you know, there was something going on with the student at home or something at school that the school wasn't aware of. You know, that's the feedback we've gotten. So really, you know, it all sounds very academic and um, exam focused, but a lot of what's um, happening out of it is very much around the student's well-being and, you know, looking after them as, as a human as well. And talk to us about how you secured access to the secondary school market back in 2017 and how you've grown your prominence across the Irish secondary school market since then. Yeah, I suppose I, I just started working with a number of schools and, you know, I reached out to them by email and they did want these reports comparing their leaving cert results with the national results. Um, and then I kind of put that out to all schools by email, I think, and that, that grew from there, you know, and... Um, and then it was, you know, all the different sales um, techniques to try to build that, you know, calling the schools, calling into the schools, you know, especially in the early days, I did a lot of trips to schools. I was, you know, all over the country and um, going in talking about these reports. And then, like I said, you know, what kept coming up and again and again was the need for this software, so much so that I couldn't ignore it. Um, and then, like, I think the reason it has grown is because we built it listening to the schools and exactly what they wanted. And they very much work with us on building it and on growing it and still today on adding to the software and, and making it exactly what they're looking for. And, you know, still our number one way a school um, comes to us is through word of mouth. And we're constantly hearing that schools are under pressure from a financial perspective. So who's funding this for the school? Well, the schools use their own budget for it and it's not very expensive. So that's you know, every school is different in terms of where the money comes from, um, but I, it, it comes from their budget. Recognising the holistic nature of education, you've also launched Athena Fitness, Mark. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so this is a tool for PE teachers, and we've actually just launched it in the last week. Um, and what it does is it allows the school to record a battery of uh, fitness tests. So we have 11 fitness tests. We've worked with PE teachers on developing or of, you know, finding exactly the fitness test, which will cover all the different areas of fitness. And the idea with this is that it allows the school to pro- proactively support the students in health and wellness and provide reports for parents on, OK, look, this is where your student is at in all the different fitness tests and this is what it means. And obviously, of course, to the student as well. Um, and then these tests should, you know, the idea is they get repeated throughout school and the student can try to improve on them and, you know, see areas there might be weak in and their strengths as well. And it might even lead to them, you know, taking a particular sport because they know they have a strength in that fitness area. You've also entered into both the UK and the South African markets. So how are you getting traction there? So, I mean, they're uh, a lot trickier than the Irish market, obviously, because we're not based there. Um, but we have a growing number of schools in the UK, you know, um, maybe 50 schools there at this point. And again, you know, we got our first school through a conference there. We were supported by the local enterprise office to go to that conference in the UK. And, you know, just one school. And, and that's really, I think, the, the best way to start. Um, and, and we've grown from that one school out. We haven't done huge marketing there. Um, we've just attended conferences. And, yeah, and then in South Africa, we have one school. So that's very early days there. Uh, again, met this school at a conference and 
did a, a bit of research around whether it was worth looking at South Africa, and it does seem like there is a real need for something like this there. So um, that's a very new uh, project that we have going. But yeah, one school so far. And how have you tailored your offering for those two markets? Well, um, for South Africa, it's actually surprisingly quite similar to what we have in Ireland because um, they also use the same cat- the same aptitude tests that are used in Ireland. So, and and they're very much open to the way we've designed it. So it is very similar. And the UK schools is very different because of the different education system. So we had to change a lot, um, and also the, their reporting is different. So. It's it's quite different, but the same concept. Are there any other international markets that you'll be targeting over the coming years? I mean, never say never, I suppose. But uh, we we have we are quite busy with those markets alone. And I suppose always what is going to be our priority is the Irish schools. And you know, we're so excited to be launching the fitness market now. You know, I think it really offers school uh, schools a new dimension to you know, the way that they can support students. And that's what we're really excited by. So, you know, I think that, plus looking at growing in the UK and South Africa, is enough for for now and for a few years. And how do you see the service offering evolving over the coming years? Well, I suppose this fitness market has grown, again, quite organically in that PE teachers um, reach out to us saying, look, you know, there isn't really anything on the Athene tracker for us. Um, and, you know, we want something. And, and then they gave us this idea, essentially, you know, and that, like, is how we see it growing, you know, coming from suggestions from schools and what they think, you know, needs to be added to it. And, yeah, growing in those other markets as well. That's, that's how we see it growing, definitely. And, Emily, finally, what advice do you have for anyone starting a new edtech business today? I suppose... In, in terms of edtech, like, and working with schools, you know, schools are great uh, customer to work with. You know, they really are, um, you know, want to the best for the student and are, are looking at everything out there. So, you know, I, I think the way to do it is one school at a time. You know, if you can get one school that's interested in your what you're selling, um, you know, one enthusiastic school to try it out. And if they're happy with it, they'll tell other schools. Obviously, you, you need to grow it in other ways as well, but that's what I've found to be the most uh, effective way of doing it. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Emily Brick from Athena Analytics. And I'd like to thank Emily for sharing her business success story with us this morning. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.